0: Welcome to the Who Does She Think She Is podcast with your hosts, Kristen Young
1: and Megan Smethurst. This is a podcast for women who are navigating their way through life while leveling up their relationships, careers, and their mindset. Join us as we go deep and not so deep about sex, health and wellness, business, and spirituality. It's going to be deep, dope, and unapologetic. Thanks for listening. Let's go.
0: I mean, we could talk to her for another three hours. Easily, yeah. and just like we'd never, and like she said, that quote in her uh, one of her own podcasts, she was quoting somebody else, I believe, but it was you could study hoodoo uh, every day for the rest of your life and still not know everything that there is to know. And I feel like that when we talk to her, like we could literally just talk yeah. to her forever no, and never, never actually scratch yeah. the surface of all the things that
1: voodoo, hoodoo, uh, Wiccan, she's uh, so many interesting ancient traditions
0: yeah she's just like a wealth of knowledge and just easy and, to talk to and easy to listen to and, and I
1: love how she broke down religion as well I, I think you and I both have been like I want to practice something but I don't want to be constrained to one thing mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. feel that I, I think I think a lot of people feel that in the new ages of humanity I think we're kind of like well,
0: yeah and I think what is really key in in what she said, which I loved, was that um even ahead of all that is working on yourself, like understanding energetic laws and like yeah. your own thoughts and what you're putting out, and that that alone the effect that that has on your life and yeah. your surroundings and what you're bringing into your life and I really um I just love that I think that's i mean we know that we know that we're all are, individual spiritual creatures.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah she said to read the science of the mind yeah that was by Ernest start. Holmes. Is mm-hmm. so that because mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm gonna look into that yeah so yeah really really beautiful conversation with our brouhaha uh that we had today so
0: yeah. hopefully i'd like to have her on in the future maybe we can like i think get we'll a little s- bit more maybe get a little bit more specific and like we're get building relationships something. and it's
1: cool that way because we can yeah we can find out how she's doing. Oh, really? her her business, her business, blown business. Up, has blown Man.
0: up as an entrepreneur in like a short period of time. And again, I think it's her authenticity. I truly do. I think that and is she's just what like, is growing her so quickly. Be, yeah, she's chill
1: about it. She's like, I'm gonna fuck with no. She's like, she's gonna she's not gonna take any shit. <laughs> and she's gonna
0: do her job and do her work and do what she loves on her own terms. On her own terms and, and it's like super in motivating. the most realist way, which I just love. Um, but you guys, you gotta listen to this episode. Go give her a follow, check out her website, watch her lives, watch her stories. Her stories always have, her Instagram stories is always, she's suggesting books or just like different things, um, yeah. to check out and read different people to go follow as well. But, um, go give her a follow, listen to the podcast, check out some of her podcasts as well, Bossy Bruja, she's also on iTunes as well. Mm-hmm. And I believe we have, uh, that's within one of our Instagram story highlights. Um, so check that out, but we will post the, the info for her in the, uh, show notes and yeah, let's get started with our Ruha. So episode, what are we on? Six? Yeah. Episode six of the Who Does She Think She Is podcast. You're our fifth guest. We are super, super stoked to have Ao with us today. So what we're going to do is let you introduce yourself, tell our listeners, a little bit about who you are and we are really interested in also like kind of like your journey into the, the practice that you have yeah. now and kind of where, what your, your journey was to bring you up into where you are now.
2: Okay. So my name is Paris. I, my pen name and my spiritual name, my sister gave me an Um, I am an online shop Keeper I sell metaphysical products and root work. I'm also in a coach, and I design websites for people. I started' let's see I started my spiritual journey in the Pentecostal cult <laughs> in uh, New York when I was like six, I want to say I was in the church until age. 17 so with Pentecostal churches um they're very strict it's the kind of church that's very spirited people running around catching the holy ghost and incredible music like the best music I've ever heard in my life and that that really um um it's, it, the the cadence that you think of when you think of black preachers specifically in the south that really particular uh kind of preaching that lasts for hours and hours so i would i would be in church four times a week twice on sundays literally i didn't own a pair of blue jeans until i was like a teenager so growing up i didn't listen to the radio i wasn't allowed to watch certain movies but my mother was obsessed with witches and i was obsessed with the moon and i would ask her and she got me a cat when i was five and she said this will be your baby because mom's having a mommy's having another baby um but my mom was like just a total and she still is like she was awarded woman of the year at her church last year so she's still super christian but she is a with witches so I grew up with the the witch archetype very you know very strong in my entire childhood but when I turned 17 actually 15 when I started turning 15 when I turned 15 I started working at a yoga studio so I met a shaman I met my first real witch and I was so excited because I didn't know that witches were real um I met a bunch of yogis from all all over the country people would come and teach classes at this yoga studio I worked in so I just started to pick up things from them energy healing um, candle lighting crystal therapy all these little things that they did a lot of meditation a lot of yoga obviously and from there, I went to college when I was 17, and I started studying with someone who was um, very into Tai Chi, but a student of kemeticism. Um, so uh, comedic um, thought,
0: right. which
2: is where you get the universal laws from. So, so the Kabbalion, the seven universal laws, like the law of vibration, and... I started to learn about African history. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of Kemet, which is the real name for ancient Egypt, until I was like 18 or something. But I left the church when I was 17. I started, Ooh, when did I start casting? I think I started casting spells when I was 18. I think I was 18. I started casting spells at my mom's house. I changed the way I was dressing. I was having um, really bad, um, a really bad illness in my body, and I changed the way I was eating. I became vegan, chopped off all my hair, and started casting spells, going out into the woods every single day, collecting crystals, and my whole, like, my whole understanding of spirituality changed. Now I am studying hoodoo, and root work, which is a spiritual path that is it will southern conjure, southern conjure and root work, because there are other other types of magic that fall under the uh, banner of hoodoo. But the hoodoo I'm talking about um, is is native to the American South. So a spirituality that was created. By slaves during slave times and carried into um, you know the antebellum and all that good stuff Mm -hmm. so after slavery and during slavery because a lot of the root workers were physicians for the um, for the um, plantation for slave owners and for the slaves because the slave owners didn't want to pay For medical care, but then the white physicians didn't want the root workers to um, ruin their business and their money. So you had a lot of people going underground, but these are practices that were brought over from Africa during the transatlantic slave trade (laughs) where people were people were using the roots and the herbs and the flowers that were native to this land and trying to find things that were comparable to what they knew from home. Mm-hmm. So the different, um, the different ceremonies and rituals and some things that you can still see in black Southern churches to this day, they were transitions. And then, and then they were, you had other, you had other um, religious aspects that were brought into the the slave spirituality, right? So you couldn't express your spirituality freely. You couldn't do that or you could, you know, end up getting killed. So they had to kind of mix it with Catholicism and with other sects of Christianity. So I'm still heavily um, accepting of Christianity and of the Bible uh, because the original root workers were accepting of those things too. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like I'm... So it started... I never had a Wiccan stage. I tell people that all the time because when you think of witches, most people think of Wicca. And that was not I never had a Wiccan stage.
0: Was, huh? That was one of our questions. That was actually something we really wanted you to touch on was I think there is some confusion between witchcraft, Wicca, hoodoo. Like there's yeah. different hoodoo, voodoo. Right, and so we're yeah. just, and it's not all a religion, right? So no. just like, I think, can if you can maybe explain a little bit for us, like, what are sort of the differences um, between yeah. some of them, just so there's clarification for people.
2: So I don't know if Wiccans would consider Wicca to be a religion. I know that it has way really more uh, structure than anything that I've ever done. They acknowledge the Sabbaths. They have. Um, you have different orders within Wicca. So Wicca is an umbrella term Mm -hmm. and you have just like Christianity is an umbrella term and you have different organizations and orders that fall under that. So I never went through any, like I don't, I don't acknowledge any of the Sabbaths really. Um, I don't really do any holidays, not even, you know, any of the, the Wiccan ones. I have Wiccan friends who, um, are very heavily into their their different ceremonies and their different Sabbaths but I went through I think the only thing that I did that maybe um, is aligned with what my Wiccan friends do is I used to cast circles and I used to call out the corners but witches do that so you can be a witch and not be Wiccan right okay just like you can you can acknowledge Jesus but not be a Christian So there are different aspects. So you have different kinds of witches as well, all types of different witches. You have eclectic witches. I think I was more an eclectic witch starting out. So you might be a witch who works with herbs, but you also like yoga and you work with crystals. So it's like the eclectic witch picks and chooses from different spiritual paths, puts it all together and they have their own thing. Which is what I love about being witches because it's so it's so autonomous. You don't have to follow any strict creed. But under some of the paths, you even your ceremonies. Like with, with Alistair, Crowley, his crew, you have very specific ways that you conduct ceremonies and rituals. Mm-hmm. And I was not about any of that. I'm not mm-hmm. about any of that. And
1: why if you don't mind me asking
2: for me growing up Pentecostal Christian where the, you had to dress a certain way mm-hmm. where your hair a certain way um sit in certain areas of the church it was it was extremely strict and I was I became a rebel like around age 17 my mother tried to force me to go back to church I refused to go back I didn't want all of the rules. I wanted all, I'm a Sagittarius too, so I wanted all of the freedom to explore, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to, to learn whatever I wanted to pick and choose. And with, you know, with religions like Christianity, it's like take it or leave it. You got to take the whole story, you know? Mm -hmm. For me, I don't, I don't acknowledge every deity. I don't, I just don't believe the way that some Christians do. I don't, or, some uh, witches do. So I don't acknowledge a lot of deities. I don't work with a lot of deities. I don't even work with a lot of angels. I still go to either God the mother, the goddess, or God the father. Right. So I don't want any witches... I don't want any structure, but that's the reason why I wouldn't initiate. So with Voodoo or Santeria or Ifa, these are African traditional religions, okay? These are things that came over with people from the, well, maybe not Santeria, because Santeria is is the worship of the saints. So that was a mix of some, some ancient um, African traditions mixed with some...
1: Of the, of the difficulty welcome back hey sorry hey, we lost you but no. you're back sorry to, you know what i think it is you know zoom wants money and i think there's like a subscription and when it goes over 45 minutes i think it's like it's like cutting off we've been so.
2: talking for 45 minutes From right the beginning of it's the call, been, yeah. it feels like
0: 15 i know seriously um but we'll we'll work some yeah, we'll fix have it. that. It's all good. We'll, we'll fix work it. some editing magic
1: and get it good. all figured out. I need sexy nerd glasses.
0: You do, <laughs> Um but you were saying you were about six months into your business. Oh yeah.
2: To- so okay, my self care. Yes. All right. So first of all, I didn't realize it would be this way. Okay, where it's like I'm feeling in my body that I'm taking on other people's energies. Hmm. So I have to do baths. I have to keep my floors clean. I have to, my phone is now perpetually on silence.
0: Yes, I learned um, that a long time ago.
2: I've been having to disconnect from some long-term friendships mm. because I simply do not have time to try to continue working through the same old-ass problems with people. Mm-hmm. Um, if something in my gut tells me, that a person is off or a person is not for me i disconnect without a conversation now i don't have time to explain very basic things that i don't want to have to explain to people who are close to me and also if i feel like i can't trust you then i don't fucking trust you i don't give a shit who you are or who Mm -hmm. you think you are Mm -hmm. so i've been cutting people off blocking people i don't take any clients that feel off to me i don't do certain work and one of the things that i've come to understand because I'll get on the phone with somebody in a reading and I can know more about them than their partners know mm-hmm. within five minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's very heavy stuff. Sometimes their are shames people. And I'm shocked sometimes at how much people say to me and tell me illnesses that, like that are in their bodies and people cheating on the ex. And I just left my, my side man's house. Man. And here's what I do. Here's what I know from doing it for three months. And it's you'll, you learn it so fucking fast. It's not as important to them as they make it seem in the minute, in the moment. Especially when it's like, I'm desperate for this man. I want him so badly. If I don't have him, I think I'll die. Like those really desperate women, they will call me back in a week talking about a different man. Yeah. So... The majority of the people who call me are not as desperate as they want me to think they are. They don't care about it. As deeply as I think they care about it, I'm not going to care about other people's lives more than they care about it. And I do I do this thing in my mind. It's a kind of a meditation thing where at a certain point, I let it go. I will work with, especially if they're doing like work with me. If I'm doing spells for them, I will work with a person from anywhere from 1 week to about 4 weeks. And then after that, I let it go because at some point the work that IO does and the work that the angels and the ancestors mm-hmm. and the guides and the gods do like there's there's a line, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And once I feel like okay, this is where I stop, I fucking stop. I am Blessed with a bad memory, <laughs> I have to um write things down, but I really take advantage of my bad memory because I'll forget things about people i'll I forget entire conversations, I will forget people like oh, we've met before, I will forget, so I really rely on that <laughs> in my work because there are certain things about people that I don't want to keep in my mind um but i had to i had to understand that it's not as important as they're making it sound and when i'm trusting my intuition to tell me who i can work with and who not to work with i usually end up with people who work pretty quickly like they implement the changes very quickly they get the results we can move on Mm
0: -hmm.
2: so i have really good results usually because i'm not working with i'm not working for money so i don't have to take every client right so that
0: helps too. So your process when you're, when you're deciding of whether, whether or not you're going to work with a person, what is that like? I know you'd like to do a consultation with somebody and talk to them before you even decide if there is, if it's somebody that you can work with. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your process in that?
2: It's, it's an intuition. (laughs) It's completely intuition. I can know sometimes with, before we ever talk on the phone, if you're someone I can work with. Mm-hmm. I can tell by, by the, the vocabulary, the words that they use, okay? Um, by what they're actually working towards, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't work with desperate people because desperate people repel results.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but people who are passionate, and people, if I can tell you believe what you're saying, you already have a certain level of faith, you're easy to work with. You're easy to work with. But if I get on the phone with you or I'm in a text with you and you're rubbing me the wrong way, I'm not working with you. If you want to do baneful work, if there's someone you want to take the revenge on, if especially if it's something petty, if you refer to yourself as petty, these are things that I look out for. Because I'm I'm I don't have time to waste on things like that. Like I have clients who have lost children. I have clients who who are being who are who are being um dragged through court by their ex husbands. Like I I have people who have real problems and if they can remain calm and remain respectful mm-hmm. <laughs> then the person who, you know, wants to get at their ex's other baby mama I'm sorry, I'm just yeah. there are certain like everything's not worth worth my time, so I listen for cues, but I also listen to my gut, and sometimes it'll be like this is a seven hundred and fifty dollar job i I want something you know because i'm a I love money, so if i'm thinking okay this is this is some kind of court case shit, this is gonna be seven hundred and fifty dollars, this is gonna require a lot do this for this person but I don't like them I'm not doing it right I'm not doing. It. I'm not desperate so I don't have to take everyone
0: I love it I actually really really love that um so what was the biggest shift for you in your business like as an entrepreneur I mean being in it for the first or you're in your first year just coming out your first year like what what did you see as the biggest transition from like getting started to like becoming like more established. Like, obviously, you're you're very busy now. We've talked about your DMs are, like, blowing up. So what do you think was the shift for you? Yeah. Was it a shift in you, or was it a shift... Well, of course it was a shift in you, but do you think it was, like, did you... Like, was it external? Was it internal?
2: Like, what do you think? What the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, you know, when I started sharing certain things and then opening the store and inviting people to come make purchases i honestly didn't expect such a huge response the Mm -hmm. circle was at somewhere between two and three thousand and it was very manageable and i got to and for me it was my circle like these are my witchy friends because in real life my friends are like Muslims and Christians. Like I don't have any witchy friends in real life. So and like my man's Rasta, you know, so it was very personal. But now I'm getting to the point, especially after doing this pre-sale with all of these oils I created. And because when the circle started, it was like, you know, come talk to me. If you need anything, text me, you can call me. And certain people have self-control, so they understand that that means do not call me at 4 o'clock in the morning because your, your boyfriend didn't come home or because he hurt your feelings. Don't do that because I'm going to cuss you out if you do. So some people understand basic um, social skills. They, they have those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now that we're at like five 5,000-plus 5, And there's all these new people and everyone thinks that their question is a quick question and everybody, some people don't read. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, okay, becoming an entrepreneur, I was just an employee, okay? So I understand that as an employee, you're not thinking about what this business owner has going on. You don't think that you think I paid you money. Where's my shit? You know, you don't think, Oh, she was in a car accident and that probably slowed her down. And post office is a hell on earth. And she probably is doing her best Mm -hmm. and she has her own life. And so what I realized is that as much as I care about every person who comes to me, the level of (laughs) the level of care is probably not mutual. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of making me, mm, I don't know. It's changing the way that I'm seeing things. I think that my Scorpio rising is is kind of coming on the scene at this point. And she's like cutting shit, like not responding to that. That's not important. Waste mm-hmm. of time. Bitch tried it. Like she's, she's <laughs> like delegating in my brain.
1: Yeah. I love that. So, you you're know, like, you're
0: literally like fire and honey. <laughs> But literally, because, oh. like, I have yeah. literally watched videos or seen your lives or seen your posts where, like, it honestly, this is going to sound, fire it, and it actually warms my heart, though, when I see you do it, when you're, like, literally talking about somebody who has, like, stepped <laughs> like... over the line. And, like, but it's you're good. setting it's boundaries like a mother, but you're saying yeah. with a smile on your face. And I'm just, like, <laughs> I love that because it's, yeah. like, it's inspiring. It, it it's really It's inspiring is.
1: for everyone else that's running a business and has to deal yeah. with. Yeah. With the things that you're talking about. Because that's the thing. People don't...
0: they And they don't care. You're right. They don't care. Because in their they mind, care. they're They'll paying for a service and they don't understand yeah. what is going on on the flip side. They don't care how many hours you work that day or if... Like, in your case, you're making you're something for them. You're creating something. Mm-hmm. Like, these oils aren't just, like, pre packet, like this is something made they're in making a you know so I think right. people they don't care they don't think about it and they really are like it's like the internet they just are like but you want everything now yeah and I want it right now and then that's something yeah. that I've learned too to what you mentioned before is also uh, I learned in my my own journey with clients and things is like you sometimes get to a point where you're like I cannot care about their results or their progress more than they do you know like why do I care more than this person does and you have to, like, cut that energetic cord sometimes. And yeah. it's hard. Like, Do you it. set boundaries like a champ. Like, mm-hmm. it is so motivating for me when I see some of your posts. I just, like, double tap and I'm like, I cannot like this enough. <laughs> I can't like it enough because it's just, like, I think part of what has, like, really, um, from, like, an outside perspective, something that has, like, really attracted people to you is your realness. But you're not doing it in a shitty way. You're doing it in such a real, authentic Way mm. that it's, but it's like you're really saying what a lot of entrepreneurs out there are thinking sometimes. And you know, maybe need to do, and maybe do need and to need do, need because... implement
1: in their business, like cut, 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 cut. Sorry, honey. Yeah, yeah.
0: Have you always just been able to have these sort of boundaries and have like this idea around your your worth? Because I think that's something that a lot of people in general struggle with, but also entrepreneurs struggle with too. Is you know setting the boundaries or. You know, not getting into a place of, like, um, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in the online space right now, get into, like, this comparison if they're doing enough or if they're, you know, well, this person's doing this, maybe I should be doing it this way, too, but I feel like you have a really good sense of self. Yeah.
2: Mm. I think it comes from spending so much time alone, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. My big sister told me, she used to tell me all the time about self-preservation, and about who to help, who to help. She used to always say, don't give it, don't give help to people who need it, give help to people who deserve it. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And that's in there, Mm -hmm. that thing was planted a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So I am not Jesus. I'm not mother-to-be, like, I don't feel responsible for helping, I don't feel that, connected to who I like and who I don't like, and I'm very honest with myself about that. Mm. There are some people who, at this now present moment, I'm thinking, do I just block this person so they can't access my, you know, like, just because you sent me one too many emails, or because I don't, I don't like how... You're, you're speaking to me. I don't think... I don't like how... You know, I can have someone from December who hasn't received a package from a pre-order and you just ordered something last week and you think. You know what I mean? Just because I could block you because you didn't think. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I've always... I think I'm just sensitive to people who are inconsiderate and I don't like that shit because I try to be as considerate as I can possibly be. Mm-hmm. And when I do work with someone or I partner with someone, I'm very i'm very involved like that's why i only work with a few people at a time because i'm thinking about you i'm thinking about you i'm thinking about your work if something if i get another inspired thought i want to share it with you um my sense of self i don't know it came from me being on my own like you know what i mean i was in high school I was the kid who spent a few minutes at all the different tables and all the different little clusters and cliques. I didn't have one, though. I didn't have a home cluster. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I would gather the kids around a big-ass tree in the morning and pray, and then I would go to all my classes, and at lunchtime I would go say hi to everyone and then go spend the rest of my time in the library. I am equal parts extrovert and introvert. And I don't like most people. Mm-hmm. And what does <laughs> that mean to say? And <laughs> probably because I'm a Sagittarius with no tax. I don't know. You know. My boyfriend tells me all the time, you can't just go on the internet and cuss your clients out. And I'm like, yes, the fuck I can <laughs> because they don't ever have to come back. And I don't give the okay. shit, you know? Yeah. Because again, I'm not working for money. Yes. I'm working. I'm doing this work because I absolutely love it. So if there's mm-hmm. someone here who's making it a pain, they got to go yeah yeah and i don't give a shit who it is
0: no and i really think that is like that is the ultimate form of self-care protecting what you love and doing it because you love it and not turning it into um a a lot like it's when it becomes your livelihood and it's very money driven it can really drain the passion out of what you do and the art is the art gets killed the art gets well it's so hard to get into a creative space when you have that shift when it then becomes like you have to do it or it's like you're doing it for money rather than because you enjoy it and then you hate every minute of your what you're doing because it's like you're working with somebody or you're in a situation that you don't enjoy it's
2: it's yeah. i wouldn't do it i would stop I would stop it if it got to that point. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's like as I'm bottling the oils and I'm listening to a song. I'm like, I can't wait to hear about you know the the love or the money or the opportunities that whoever's going to get this bottle attracts. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I feel like my teenage self, mm-hmm. you know. Um, to, that's where that's where I am. So when it gets to like like today, I was rushing to the post office. To get orders out, and I crashed into the back of someone's car again. And well, before someone crashed into me, so this time I like crashed into someone's car, and my man is in the car with me. He's like, "You have, you need to go take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> you are like in that, that anxious. Like I've, I've gotten anxious, um, with all of the orders that have come in, but. I have other workers too who support me who are like do not rush for these people mm-hmm. <laughs> all these people because before I was like oh all the Instagram people they're my friends mm-hmm. they are not my damn friends most of them don't give a shit about me if I hear another bitch call my oil magnesium oil oh I'm yes. like I'm not sure what magnesium is but I'm not sure you should put that on your skin I'm gonna just <laughs> like, I'm gonna just go off it's, you know yes. I, they don't read <laughs> yeah. not, I mean all of them the people who are really Spending the majority of the money on my website they 're very respectful, they can read um <laughs> they know what the shit is for they you know they know how to use Go- Google, so that helps so but funny. there are some of these people who are like i 'm new, can you Google it for me oh,
0: yeah, yes, I understand that. Can we talk about magnetism for a second because Annoying. I sat down today yes I came in to meet i 'm at kristen 's place and I came in I sat down. And we were talking for like a good 10 minutes or so. And out of nowhere, she goes, what are you wearing? What is that smell? And I was like, <laughs> that's <magicism." laughs> Uh So can we talk a little bit about your oils, um, yes. to see the different oils that you have? Because she was like, well, how do you use it? What do you use it for? But I'd love for you to explain it for us, because I'm a fan, obviously.
2: So I created the oil because I was working with Megan. <laughs> And she wanted something. She didn't want the things that magnetism does, but I wanted it for her. So I was, like, working on this thing for her. And I called my teacher, my my then teacher, and I'm like, I need help. I need to know what herbs to use for, like, communication and all the shit. And she was just like, um, she started to tell me. She told me three ingredients, and then she stopped, and she said, you know what? Just come to North Carolina, and we can do more work then. I live in Florida. Do I look like I'm about to leave Florida and drive to fucking North Carolina to get this? So I was like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I went into meditation, and I was like, okay, I want an oil for Megan. And... (laughs) I was like, I want money, opportunities, great sex, attraction. I want her to radiate. I want people to be drawn to her. I want men to be drawn to her. I want them to show up and give her their money. I want them to be a little intoxicated with her. Like I just was going off. And 19 ingredients and a splash of rum later, I had this oil. And it was like, oh my God, This smells so good. And I just had, you know, happened to be making. I think it was a full moon when I made the first one. I just happened to be making it on a full moon, and I was like, "This fucking oil." And when I was making it, my boyfriend would not stop coming into the room, and I was, I was like, shooing him out, like, "Get out of my office! I'm doing my my juju thing. Get out!" And he would not stop coming in. He comes and I was in with like, an He's coming in because of the oil. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> so baby." I made the oil, and it became magnetism. I love and <laughs> it has all of these, all of these roots, all of these herbs.
1: Girl, it's strong. All,
2: and a splash of rum. <laughs> I can smell it. And it's designed to like sweeten people's thoughts towards you and make them want to be around you. And the results have been wonderful. So yes. this is a one that you can wear. Um, But I use it for all of my money burns. So I put it on the money candles. You can dress the money candles. You can to love candles with it and I was wearing it one time and my man came up to me and handed me all of the cash he had on him like all of the cash take my money. and he was like hold this for me and I was like what the this shit works and then I started <laughs> selling it because previously I never even used to know how much money he had and now he's just like here take this thousands of dollars I had on me and I'm like what? So magnetism oil, or as I like to call it, Nevada oil, yes. is made for Megan. Wow! And I started selling it, and that oil has brought in thousands and thousands and thousands Magic. of dollars. So it, it. it works, you it know, really and has- it's done amazing things for other people. The yeah. most annoying thing, though, that it does is that it will attract, like people you're not interested in, as well as people you you are interested in. Mm. Uh, and money and opportunities, but you, it attracts all, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so. I'm excited to wow. check out some
0: of your other oils because I mean, how many do you have in total? 12 yeah. is it 12 or
2: 13. I think it's 13 actually.
0: There's a couple other ones oh. that I'm very interested in trying, but I like, uh, just each one kind of has like its own, yeah. uh, you know, its own focus, but yeah, people should definitely, we're going to, we're going to make sure that we, um, put your contact in the show notes, but definitely people should go sure. and check it out. The oils are, I love the oil. I'm so, so in love with it. Like Kristen's not the first person who's been like, what are you wearing? It smells so good. Yes. Like... It smells like I feel like it's yours like is the most potent too, it's because boring.
2: yours was the first one. And I'm, I'm, I told you I'm very heavy handed. So I was like, you know, like <laughs> really dumping the herbs and stuff in. Um, but that oil, I mean, I just, I still have, no, I have the master bottle, the original master bottle that I poured yours from. And I think it's the, it's the strongest, you know, mm. I think it's the strongest and yours was made in a bottle that used to, yeah. <laughs> that used to have moonshine in it. Yeah. So yours is not a splash of rum. Yours is moonshine. So yours yeah. is actually different from everybody
0: else. I love it. It's so funny. I posted a picture. I had the bottle in my hand. I posted on my Instagram story and this random dude on Instagram was like, Oh my God, I want that. And I was like, it's not moonshine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it was very on the fly. It was yeah. very in the moment. I was like, I don't need anybody to tell me to spell spirit. Tell me the spell. And I was like, but this, I want this and I want this. And it was really a witchy moment. Cause I was just throwing all the stuff together. And when it. it came out, I was like, Oh my God. This,
0: this is, is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was so stoked. I got it and I could smell it before I even opened the box. And let oh, me tell wow. you, I was like it I it I had to struggle to get the jar open. And I was like, I work out. This should not be this hard. But <laughs> But once I got it open, it was just like, oh my God, it's so amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like I just anyway, huge fan. But you said that so Luxor, you said Magnetism has 19 different herbs in it. Luxor has like 31 or something. Did I see that on one of your yeah. posts? Like
2: that's... And all of those are like high quality. Like I got them from like this little uh, boutique herb and spices shop. So all of those are um, like organic, yeah, high quality food grade. <laughs> because Luxor is my money
0: mm-hmm.
2: oil. So I have one for healing, like especially healing the heart after a heartbreak. I have one for peace and blessing. I have a money one, success, protection. Um, Magnetism is an overall attraction oil. And I have one for like divine femme and fertility. So I have a lot of the different ones. Oh, a psychic oil. I love that one. And one that um, helps with studying the occult specifically. But, you know, studying anything you want to study. And a happiness oil, that was my favorite. I love bliss oil.
0: Bliss, right. And then what's secure?
2: Secure is confidence. Right. Secure is a confidence. And you know what? Dawn and secure are kind of similar.
0: Those are the two I was reading online that I was like, which one do I want to get next?
2: Dom, and I'm, you know, when I was doing these oils, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do dominance in these oils, but I ended up doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. So dominance and, um and my, because um, dominance is like, over any situation, mm-hmm. like to put you in the dominant, position and, and protect you in any situation so it
0: could even be like in terms of like con- so that was really good. communication it in it. Hmm? so it could even be in yeah. terms of like communication or like uh your work or it's not yeah. just in like romantic relationships or anything like that it's just like general right. overall right right yeah I like and that. I made
2: that one for my my kind of mousy friends particularly the cancers who are just like I know I should say that but I'm not gonna say it. They're just so 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 sweet and so kind. Yeah, and it's like no girl, cuss them out. You know, yeah. so yeah. I put a lot of um, roots, some barks, and some devil shoestring is in that one. So some devil shoestring, <laughs> and that one to help them kind of be like, let me tell you something, you know. But <laughs> secure is more. Um, it's more about confidence. Mm-hmm. It has kind of a cut. And clear type of energy, like cut anything under your calf and cut anything away from you that you don't need, but it does have some some roots for dominance in it too because plans change.
0: Mm-hmm. So. so now aside from the oils, can we talk a little bit just to just to kind of touch on some of the services and some of the, the so if people well, are coming to look for you? Um like <laughs> I was just supposed to talk saw about candle it, work, your
1: but vandals? I'm just looking at that's amazing. <laughs> It's a vagina-shaped candle. I love this. So tell us a little bit
0: about <laughs> yeah, on that everything. note. Yeah, everything. Oh, tell my us God. About some of the candle work that you do for clients or for yourself or, like, what are, what are some of the works that you do with candles? Amazing.
2: I do – let's see. I've done communication. I've done protection. Um, I've done a few reversals. And the reversals are a little bit – I think that they're a little – Mm, I I don't want to say soft. They're definitely still extremely effective, but reversal is kind of like swinging the pendulum back. Right. So it's like, if you've been experiencing really shitty luck for six months or more, we do a reversal. We do some spiritual baths first so we can see if we can get you back into a place of good luck. Mm-hmm. A return to sender is kind of like somebody threw some shit at me. I'm throwing it back and I'm putting some extra with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we don't have to do that. We, we can start with just a reversal and see if we can get things back into a good place for you. I do a lot of money drawing for people mm-hmm. because it works. So we do a lot of money drawing. Um, and money drawing again, that's my favorite one, but I've been doing sweet jars for people too and teaching them how to work those with their white and pink candles.
0: Right. So, so. you can even so I guess so for people who don't know what a sweet jar is, before I ask my question, uh, can you yeah. explain what a sweet jar is? Because then I have a question for you.
2: Yeah, so it's a it's a war. with them who do where you take a jar you put some sweet things in it some prayers some songs maybe a picture of you and your lover uh, petition for sure but for me it's like I do them on myself and I recommend that people do them on themselves and not put either a picture of themselves or their lover into a sweet jar
0: okay and that was my question because I've everything that I've heard about sweet jars until you and I had actually talked about it was people putting someone in a sweet jar but yeah. you can, and you and I have talked about this, um, putting yourself in a sweet jar sweetens you to people,
2: right? Yeah. yeah. It sweetens you, it sweetens your life, it sweetens your speech, the conditions. It really depends on, like, what herbs or flowers or roots or candies or sugars or syrups and honeys that you use um, and what you are telling them to do for you. As you that's why that's, that's the important thing is you have to say your prayers and say your intentions and write a very clear petition to go in there you know mm-hmm. i had someone come to me and they said my sweet jar is not working and the, my first question is are you doing burns with it they were and i said well what's in the damn thing you know did mm-hmm. you pray she's like no somebody else put it in there there's not even a petition in there and i'm like i don't know if it's even activated like you haven't you haven't told it what she wanted to do for you, but this one, is, when you put yourself in the sweet jar, it's more focused on sweetening you and mm-hmm. your life and everything that surrounds you, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I, that's what I, I recommend. When you have certain kind of men, putting them in a, inside of a jar. No, a good <laughs> Just... idea. <laughs> um, and the no other care.
0: thing I've heard about sweet jars too is that they're not quick. Like it's a slow sort of right. slow working, and it's yeah. like a longer term sort of thing. So.
2: Yeah, it is long term. It's something that you can come back to again and again.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, once you construct it, you don't really ever open it again. But um, you, I mean, you could put stuff in there to quicken it up, or when you do your burns, you can work with certain certain herbs to quicken the results up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to take a long time. I saw results from mine within the week, wow. okay? Mm-hmm. And I've only had to work with mine a few times, which is Im- fucking impressive, because my relationship was going down the, the drain. Mm-hmm. It was really bad. Hmm.
0: Um, yeah. So, before we finish, I just, quick, que- well, not a quick question, but something I wanted to kind of touch on. So, for people who are maybe seeking more knowledge or seeking teachers. Um, I remember you saying, gosh, I don't know if you were talking about a book or what you're talking about, but you had said, like, if you're seeking knowledge and you want to learn more, like one thing you had said was, like, look around your house because chances are if you are maybe seeking more knowledge, somebody before you in your family was as well. Um, Yeah. But what are some of the things that you would suggest if anybody does want to find more information or is wanting to educate themselves or... Um, just explore this a little bit more? Where would you direct them?
2: I would direct people to the Kabbalan or the first. So K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N. I would suggest that they begin learning about universal law first mm-hmm. because universal law affects everyone and everything. And it's relevant regardless of what path you end up on so if you end up following one of the the um african traditional religions or you go back to christianity (laughs) or you become wiccan it doesn't matter where you go these universal laws are still going to affect all vibration Mm -hmm. which is where where the law of attraction comes from is going to affect you no matter what your religion or spiritual beliefs or path are. Um so that's why this reinitiates. I would also recommend um science of the mind, especially for people um in their late teens to twenties, like to start reading this book, because science of the mind will teach you about what and who you are and about how to use your mind, how to pray, which if you end up practicing which I love because you ain't got to be initiated into it, <laughs> but you do—you do, you do kind of need a, um, a teacher to train you because there are proper times, traditional herbs and roots that you would use. Um, there are some classic works that you can be taught directly from a teacher, but I think the best way to attract a teacher is to be ready. For a teacher, mm-hmm. which means you have been learning and practicing on your own. Mm-hmm. And you're someone who knows how to honor, respect, and listen to a teacher. Okay? Mm-hmm. Somebody who's teachable. So if you're not, you know, some of these these old Southern uh, conjure women, they don't have time for that back shit. Like, y- they told you to do something and you didn't do it or you did it wrong, or you're incomplete with it, or they got to keep explaining the same thing over and over to you, they're not with that. So be someone who can listen, someone who's already studying, practicing, and who knows what you are. You have to know what you are, that you're your spirit. You're not a body, you're spirit, right? You have to know what your soul is. You have to know how to use your mind. You have to know what the emotions are and how to use them to your benefits, how to direct your will. These things will make your magic incredible. Mm.
1: That's amazing. Record. So, oh girl, just... I just... I wanted you to say something, because I heard it on your podcast, and it was so beautiful before we finish, is... And I think it's a good ending note as well. You said some amazing things about gratitude. And vocal. you applied it to... <whistles> you, like, how you practice gratitude. And you said the fact that, you know, you can even read and write. And it hit me like... I just, like talk about that and it's true like the fact that the fact that you can read and write you're grateful for and I was like oh yeah. my god can can you right. finish on that because I think it's like so powerful
2: yes so gratitude my mother used to say um write down three things you're grateful for right she heard that from oprah oprah is quick to tell people to write out a gratitude list right And then there's a book by Rhonda Byrne, who wrote The Secret, where she talks all about the power of gratitude. For me, being married to a Muslim man, he's a nation of Islam Muslim, being married to him, um, I was present for a speech with Dr. Ava Muhammad, where she said depression is the absence of gratitude which was really big for me because I had been going through some really tough times with him. When you shift your focus and you begin to look around for things that you are grateful for, Mm -hmm. right? Things you never think of. Your life changes. It changes. And I know on that podcast, I was kind of being a little bit mean, like, but, people who can't find anything
1: to be grateful for no i think i don't think it was mean i think it was like super powerful because you were like my ancestors were slaves uh i think about my my boyfriend's mama like she she speaks hausa she can't read or write in hausa and even being in she's been in canada her whole life she's learning how to read and write because she's like that is what i'm gonna do before i die and i was like yeah whoa like yeah and and we t- we take it for granted. We can read and write. Like, oh yeah, right. That's a that's a fucking gift. Yeah. So if it's if it, it starts there, then the it's fact that thing. like yeah, you can find gratitude in so many things, and just hearing that and like applying that and some of the things Megan and I have been talking about with um, you know, financial abundance. I'm like
0: ah, right. Yeah. Gratitude.
1: Mm. It,
2: sure, it, it works.
0: wasn't mean. It was powerful. It worked. Like, actually there's a guy that i listen to he does like some sleep meditation but he actually said he was like if there is one thing that i could take from everything that i've ever learned and i could only apply one thing to my life that would make it better instantly that would impact it and change it he's like it's gratitude that yeah. is the one practice that if i could only pick one thing for the rest of my life it would be gratitude
1: yeah yeah i agree yeah as humans it's like we're always next 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 and we don't stop to be like oh oh, yeah
2: like mm -hmm. right yeah
1: yeah well it
2: changes your life gratitude thank
1: you for that podcast by the way
2: Thank you for listening to it. Uh, So, we
0: are going to put all of your contact info in the show notes, but can you quickly tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can respectfully reach out to you (laughs) 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 to inquire about working with you? Um, Yeah, just let them know what the best way that you would like to be contacted would be.
2: So, right now, I like emails best because my DMs are out of control. So my email is Io A Y O at bossybruja.com. dot com. And you can find me on Instagram at Bossybruha. Um my name's Io. You can call me sis. Reach out, but I'm I'm doing it as like first come, first basis type of thing right now. And I'm still working with Clients for like money things and love things. So, I'm not taking any new clients at the moment, but you can reach out and tell me what you are looking for because starting um, towards the end of next week, I will be taking your clients.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for chatting with Thank us you. and teaching us
2: the Thank things. you for having me. Oh,
1: we're so excited. Yeah, and good luck. Honestly, I have a feeling like this is going to be huge for you.
0: You've been listening to the Hooties. (laughs)
1: Thanks for joining.